Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, it's time for Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 1037. W-E-E-I. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Patriots getting set to play the Dolphins at Gillette Stadium um, on Sunday night. And Kitch, it's a huge game. Um, not only, I mean, again, we're in this situation, two straight home games to open up the year. Going mm-hmm. down 0-2, two home games, not a recipe for success, obviously. Um, and, and again, a lot of pressure to turn it around based on how you performed in week one and how this team needs to perform against the Dolphins in order to win. If you're looking towards that game, what's the first thing you're thinking? First thing I'm thinking about the uh, Patriots-Dolphins game is how are you going to slow down Tyreek Hill? That's first and foremost. Now, I think you can. I think they can. They've proven it in the past. So if you can slow down Tyreek Hill, how are you going to deal with Jalen Waddle? Because Waddle's burned you in the past. Remember, what was it, that end of the first half, like 65-yard touchdown? Right. Uh, what was that, last year? Or maybe it was two years ago. I don't remember. But, I think um, it was before we knew Jalen Waddle was Jalen Waddle. If I re- but maybe not. I don't remember exactly when. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, but that, that's the first area I'm looking at. Try and see if you can turn Miami into a little bit of a running team. They've got plenty of injuries that, back there. I think their starter is going to be Raheem Mostert, who's fine. He's not special in any way, shape, or form but kind of try to limit them as much as you can. I know it's going to be difficult, but I think this defense, I think the Patriots defense is pretty damn good. You know, I talked about it all, all uh, preseason that this is definitely going to be a top 10 defense could be a top five defense. And, you know, this is going to be a big test for them. A very big test for this defense to see how they can deal with Hill and Waddle. The first thing I think of, if I'm going to be positive is I I like what the offensive line did against Philadelphia. I mean, you're missing guys. You got Adrian Clem, the new coach in there. For the most part, I thought they were able to execute the plan without having it ruined by the defensive line of the Eagles. So that's number one. I thought that was good, and that can build off of that. The defense, obviously, was something that was worth discussing. They performed the way I thought. I thought overall that game against the Eagles went the way I thought it would go. Um, I thought it was going to be close. I didn't think that they would go down 16 nothing. I didn't see the mistakes happening early on. Um, but I was impressed with their ability to come back and seize momentum and do all those things. Um, but, you know, it was just, it was part of the, part of how the game plan is going to have to be constructed against the Dolphins has to be expecting that they're going to score points. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to take yeah. away confidence from your defense, especially when you feel like your unit is a, a formidable one. But I think you have to plan that they're going to score points and that you are going to have to keep up with them to a degree in this game. And if that means, you know, starting fast, opening up the offense, no huddle up, 
you know, up-tempo, all those things early, you're going to have to do that. And I think the Patriots are going to have to be prepared to do that. And I think they will be. Um, it's just about the execution. And the Dolphins' defense, you know, on paper, wasn't supposed to be or isn't as good as the Eagles' defense. So, now it might not be the case based on what we saw Thursday night and injuries or whatever. But I like the Patriots' ability to score in this game. Do you? Yes, I do. I, I don't think Miami's defense is a- anything special. Um, and thankfully, their defensive line isn't quite as good as the Eagles' defensive line. Because, yes, I, I think you're right about how uh, the offensive line performed generally in that Eagles game. And it, it should be a little bit easier for him. But, you know, Trent Brown, concussion. City so concussion. Um, Owenu and Strange are both on are questionable. Like, it's not a good situation because someone like Christian Wilkins can just destroy things for you up the middle. Uh, any given game. Uh, but they're overall, they're not as talented defensively as the Eagles are. Um, so I, I think the Patriots offense should have a, a little bit easier time in this game throughout the totality of the game. Let's you remember Danny the Patriots. Okay. Hey, Danny. Hey, guys. What's going on, Dan? Can you hear me? I think the over and under for the Jets game next week is about uh, 10. Yeah, exactly. Would you take the under? <laughs> I think it was like in the 30s. I was thinking about it, yeah. Listen, man, I, I've said this before a million I, times on the show for years. At the beginning of the season, you hammered the under. 12 of the 16 games went under. Was it that? Was it 12 of the 16 gonna, went under? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I won a little bit last week on unders. I, I just, that that's going to be set football back 20. Th- those games are tough to watch. Last year, this year is going to be pretty much more of the same, I think. Just, you know, low scoring, 13 to 10, but, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I was saying, Devin, I, I literally think that their season rides on tomorrow's game. I, I More of what you had already said, Mark, of just had the first two games at home, down 0-2, you know, that, that that's just a wall that I don't think this team can climb. You know, and, and it's just it. I guess injuries are already playing a part of it, but I just you just look at the schedule, man. You've got to start winning some of these games. It's the same thing that everybody says. Whatever, you know, they're 0-16 or whatever it is against teams that have scored more than 25 points, right? 25 points or more. It's just a, this stuff has to stop. I'm not um, – I don't even know how to put it in the terms anymore. It's just so frustrating to watch because – you can see that there's some potential, but Mark, you are right. He is a detriment of, to this team. There's no other way to put it because if there was some level of talent, high level talent, these are, that's a difference of winning these games. You know, yeah. the quarterback, you don't the have the high, high end quarterback. You know what? How many teams actually have a high end quarterback? Like you're talking about four, five, maybe right. five. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to, I, I hate the the thing like, oh, if this guy isn't it, you got to get rid of him and look for another one. I mean, if you get a guy that's, you know, halfway decent, you have to build around and you can't just keep throwing it away and then moving on and trying to find someone else that you may never find. No, 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 you that's know? right, Dan, just, Dan, real quick. just to, I, I don't say that because it's – I'm not saying, well, you got to get rid of him. you got to find one of these high-end guys. I'm just – I bring it up. Because we had 20 years of the high-end guy. So it's it, it, we're looking at it through, I feel like, that prism still sometimes. So I'm just making that point. Oh, 
yeah, that's a that's part of the whole problem. I think I think that's the biggest problem is that we are so spoiled to having something for so long, you just expect to get it again, and we they may never get it again at that level. So I mean, Philadelphia did it right. They don't have the high high level talent. They just built around them and they built a really good team. That's what you need to do, and even that takes a lot of luck as well. But this team, Bill Belichick will never ever ever do that ever. That's why it needs to end because you can say what you want. Even if they go 98 this year, they have another 130 million or whatever it is next year. You know what he's going to do? He'll probably take some more middle of the road guys, build up the thing, you know, build up some depth. And then we'll still be talking about not having, you know, the people, the pieces that we need to get over the top. It's just so frustrating, which is why I have my ticket and we'll watch Raiders games. Have a nice weekend guys. All right. Thanks Dan. And, and you have to draft well. It's not just about yep. going out and signing middle of the road, but you have to hit home runs drafting the Dolphins, the 49ers, the Eagles. You know, you ha- they hit some and see, home hey, hold, runs hold on, the hold on. And the 49ers along the way made what would, for every other team, be a catastrophic mistake. Trading all those first to move up to get Trey Lance, and three years later, he's gone. Right. You got, what, three games out of him? They made yeah. a catastrophic mistake, but they figured it out, and they – Figure out how to adjust and pivot and move. When you look at the Patriots roster right now, and you remember that you kept being kept hearing during the last like five years of Brady that hey, if you have a rookie quarterback, a, a quarterback under a rookie contract, you can spend everywhere else and kind of load up the team and, instead of just putting all those assets into one position. I call bull crap coming from the Patriots. I was telling you then it was an ego thing. It, it had nothing to do with that. And what you've seen for the last three years really actually bears that out. It bears out. You haven't put around all these pieces around a rookie quarterback. You ain't got Juju Smith-Schuster, who's worse than the other guy, that you let go. You haven't really spent. You could have spent on top-flight talent, but you chose not to in DeAndre Hopkins. You, you've spent and in the middle. You haven't spent at the top end. You've decided not to go get any top-end talent. And said, spread it around to a bunch of middle guys. I'm, I'm yeah. done with it. It, it. it was a lie then, and it's a lie now. And that takes me into my next point. Okay? And this is what I'm tired of, Ben. And it, we're going to play it forward, and we're going to talk about the High and Bloom stuff, obviously, at one point here. But I am tired, Ben, of the fans being ahead of the curve here. Okay? I, I'm tired of it. And you talk about when was the last time we saw the in-game genius from Bill Belichick and this and that. I'm tired of the fans being right. The fans fans knew last year that it was an unbelievable mistake to bring in these two defensive guys in Mac Jones' critical second year after a promising rookie season and have them running the offense. The fans knew that. They clamored for for a coach like Bill O'Brien. The fans did. The talk radio listeners did. And what happened? It took a whole year. It took a disastrous season. And then you finally did everything the fans told you you should have done from the start. I'm sick of that. And the Red Sox have followed suit. And like I said, we're going to get to high and bloom. But Bill Belichick, that was a disaster. And then he comes into this year, and it's still the same thing. And this is why I keep bringing up about the elite quarterback and why I made that point when Dan was on the line. It, it's we were When Brady was here, Everything was totally different, totally different. 
And I feel like it needs to continue to be said because Bill Belichick is not the same coach without Tom, the elite quarterback. And if he's not willing to change it up to a level that can be totally different because that's what this situation is, we have a problem. And guess what? We've had a problem this entire time. Okay, because now you get teams that are willing to be aggressive. They're willing to load up. They're going to do what they need to do even without an elite quarterback. And they're more talented than you. And in the first game, we saw the lack of talent bite you. In the first game. Okay? We all glow. It, it was something that we all became desensitized to when Brady was here. And again, why I bring up the elite quarterback. When Brady was here, you could get away with some of the lack of talent. Because he was so much better. He was so much clutcher, if that's even a word. He was so much mentally tougher. He was so much more everything. You could get away with it. David Givens, JoJo LaFell, you could do those things. When Without Brady, you can't. And by the way, they had talented teams with Tom Brady, with weapons, See, that, that's, and couldn't that's win. That's part of what drives me crazy about this whole thing, is even with Tom Brady, you go through 06, and you lose in the AFC Championship game to, uh, to the Colts, and you come out of it knowing, God, we need better, we need better guys around Tom Brady, who... In 06 was still, you know, maybe a hair behind, in a lot of people's eyes, maybe a hair behind Manning still. Sure. Even though he had had three titles and Manning had none. So, may, you know, but you, you knew that you had to go out and get more talent. So you go out and you acquire Wes Welker, which is probably kind of along the lines of like a Kendrick Bourne, except Welker's just way better, you know, in terms of the type of acquisition you were making. And then on top of that, you go out and go, hey, let's call. I don't know. Maybe one of the top three wide receivers ever played the game. His name's Randy Ball. So even with Tom Brady there, you knew you had to go out and get really high-level talent. Why are you not doing that with Mac Jones here, who's not half the quarterback Tom Brady was? Right. You knew you had to do it with Tom, and then you told us for years after that that it was basically like, hey, once we have a – quarterback under a rookie deal we can you know have this all kind of talent around them but now you don't so what is it and and what makes it even more frustrating is you saw what you saw what it was like you knew what it was you lived through it you were it rogers are checked at brady manning roethlisberger those were the three quarterbacks that basically were in the super bowl every year for 18 years you know, for the most part, maybe 16 of 18 years, they were in the Super Bowl. So you understand if you don't have one of the elite guys, how difficult it is and what you need to do to overcome, or at least how, how difficult it is to go up against that and how the odds are such so against you. Now you have the blueprint that's been put out there where some of these other teams are having success, not getting over the hump, but they're getting to the big game with a loaded roster. Now, I keep coming back to, though, Kitch, you've got to find a way to hit in the draft, and it's not just about signing guys. That, that's the no, problem. No. And Bill Belichick, you know, when, when did he go on that, that spree of uh, signings? Two 2021, years. was it? Before 2021, he signed yeah. all the, you know, the Kendrick Bournes and the Hunter Henry and John U. Smith, and the, maybe that would have been enough if you hit a home run in 2019 when you drafted a wide receiver, and if you hit a home run in 2020 when you drafted a defensive end, 
You know what I mean? If you put in Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa, now I understand you're drafting where you're drafting, but if you find a way you to could hit have Debo on Samuel, I know you, you chose Nikhil Harry, right? That's what I'm saying. If you hit on one of those guys and that player becomes your star, your centerpiece, your alpha, then maybe John New Smith, Hunter Henry, Kendrick, but all those signings work out better because they're well, filtered so, so off of a, a cornerstone. To your point, look at those other two guys you mentioned when you were talking about um, Manning and uh, uh, Roethlisberger. So the Colts hit a couple times. They stopped. They started slowing down and weren't hitting as much. But they hit a few times during Manning's run there. They hit on Edron James. They hit on Reggie Wayne, uh, you know, Dallas Clark. And then uh, I forget the running back who replaced Edron James eventually. Joseph they hit Adai. on that. Joseph Adai. He was good for two years, three years, yeah. whatever it was. Kind of hit on that. Um, and then you, you go over to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They just kept hitting at wide receiver. They couldn't stop. No. They're like, okay, we're going to go get another guy that, you know, could be a pro bowler. We'll just go get another one. Flaxico's gone. We'll just get another one. It's fine. It was unbelievable. Uh, and, and the, they kept the run doing. They had they, Heinz Ward, Plaxico Burris, um, Santonio Holmes, Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown. I mean, Smith Schuster, whatever, whoever came after. I mean, it was a crazy run in Pittsburgh. Crazy run. Randall L. God, they had so many. Martavis Bryant. Marta- I know. They had, they had so many. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Even now, they still, I mean, Deontay Johnson's hurt and Pickens is, we, we're not entirely sure what he is yet, but we both think they're probably pretty good. Right. Um, so they just couldn't stop. And you were kind of the opposite. You weren't really hitting on those picks. You never hit at running back, really. Lawrence Maroney wasn't a hit. He was okay. No, that was not a hit. Sony Michelle was certainly not a hit. He was good for you when you needed him to in that stretch run to take the 2018 Super Bowl. But yeah, he certainly well, wasn't a hit. Two games doesn't make you a hit. It was nice that he showed no. up in a big spot. You know, that was good, but um, you got to have more than that to be a hit. It, it's just frustrating because I don't know what else to say. We've said all these things. We were ahead of the curve. It's come to fruition, and here we are. And now they go into this game where I think – if we're going to break it down a little bit more, yes, you have to control Tyreek Hill. You can't let him go wild. That used to be Bill Belichick's strong suit. Like, that would be a great thing for me to see. Just to reaffirm a little bit of confidence in Bill Belichick, Kitch. Don't let Tyreek Hill beat you. You know what I mean? That would have been, back in the day, exactly what the Patriots would have done, the old Patriots. They would have been able to shut down Tyreek Hill. Other guys might have stepped up, but not Tyreek Hill. I expect Tyreek Hill to if this is the Bill Belichick that we still want to believe in to, to be very much the focal point and for him to not have a huge game. Yeah. That, that's what I you, expect. The only way you used to lose these type of games. Cause yeah, you used to be able to shut down that top guy, whoever it was, Deandre Hopkins or what, whatever, you know, when you were facing the Texans back in the day, but when you would lose those games, it wasn't because that A number one guy burned you. It's because that tight end no one had ever heard of all of a sudden had six catches for 72 yards and you couldn't stop him over the middle for some dumb reason. That's how you I lost remember, those games. I remember, I think it was last year. Maybe it was last year. I think it was last year. They were playing the Buffalo Bills. And I don't remember the I, I, – there's a lot I don't remember. What I do remember is there was one guy on the Bills who was killing you. And I don't even remember his name. He was a nobody. Well, Gabe Davis two years ago murdered him. No, it was a a small slot receiver. But for a stretch of that game, at least, he was killing you. Okay? And the Patriots, they got to a huge third down. It was late in the game. 
And I said out loud, I said, just don't let Wiggins beat you, or whatever his name was. I can look it up. Don't let him beat you in this spot because he's been killing you. You know they're going to look for him. Third down, he's been their, their binky. And he goes out and he runs an easy route first down. And, and right there, it was going to your point about the in-game adjustment. I mean, I said it out loud in plenty of time. Don't let that guy beat you in this big critical moment. He's been killing you in the game. Probably didn't go into the game thinking he was going to kill you. Isaiah McKenzie. McKenzie. Thank you. Yep. McKenzie yep. was his name. Just don't let McKenzie beat you. And they gave up a key first down. He made a big catch on third and long for another completion to the same guy. And it was right there. I was like, that that would have never happened. And now we're going back a ways. But I, feel, I still feel like those things are happening. They're not making the adjustments. They're still a step behind. They're not making the adjustments they used to make. And it's hurt them. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Um, when we get back, Hitch, I just want your take on the Tom Brady celebration from last week. More on the Patriots-Dolphins. Uh, more your calls and high and bloom. This is the Martin Kitchen Show, 103.7 WEI. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.